Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. Today is Sunday, February 23rd, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Let's go ahead and get started. First segment is, did Kelvin Benjamin eat himself out of the NFL? All right. Now, we know that Kelvin Benjamin Benjamin caught the game-winning touchdown in the BCS National Championship game against Auburn at that particular time. He was 225 pounds, 6'5", and he was somewhat fast, deceptively fast, and he could jump. But when he got to the Carolina Panthers later on that year, 2014, somehow, someway, he ballooned up to 245 pounds, man, and... He his uh he played for the Panthers for three years, Buffalo Bills for one year. Um, well he was in between those teams during the 2017 season, and then one season with the Chiefs, and he got cut. Um, he mur- he made first team All American in 2013, and uh, his career totals in the NFL: 209 catches. 3,021 yards, 20 touchdowns, and it's it's kind of, this kid is 29 years old, man. I thought he was younger than that. I don't know why I thought he was younger than that. Like, first round pick, man. So, you're telling me in... 2014, six years ago, he was 23. I thought he was younger than that, man. Like, how long was he at Florida State for? Let's let's see, college career. Okay, he redshirted. He got there in 2011. He redshirted. Um, played in all 14 games in 2012. Then uh, 2013 is when he caught fire. And he was like, I'm going pro after that. I don't blame him. Um, So he had already been there basically four years. 2011, he redshirted, played in, well, three years then. Because he would have been a, he was a redshirt sophomore. All right. But. He um he ate himself out the league, man. He didn't stay in shape. You could just see it. He had a great rookie year, but he didn't really do anything after that. Um, but the crazy part is I think he can still play. He's going to have to lose about 25 pounds, though. There's no way he he's not going to be effective at 245. He's a tight end at 245. Um. He had two years of eligibility left, but he decided to go pro. And again, I don't blame him, man. Go make the money. Um, So, 
thought he I thought he weighed less than that. He was two forty when he when he came out of okay, so maybe he didn't eat himself out the league. He was two forty when he was at Florida State. Wow. That's crazy. Um when he first after his rookie year I had called into a radio show because they had they were saying that Kelvin Benjamin was an elite receiver because he had that one thousand yard season and I was trying to tell them that this guy's not an elite receiver um and they were saying I was hating and now he's out of the league so I want him to get back into the league I thought he would have did the XFL thing um so I hope this guy can get it together and come back, man, because he's got a lot of talent. But he needs to lose some weight, like really. Um, so let me know what you think about this segment. I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled, Do any of the uh, Knowles in the XFL have a shot to get back to the NFL? And I'm looking at the current rosters. Okay, the Tampa Bay Vipers have Trey Jackson, Giorgio, Newberry, Reggie Northrup, Jaquez Patrick, the St. Louis Battlehawks. I love these names. Roderick Hoskins, Marquez White, the Dallas Renegades, John Franklin III, and Los Angeles Wildcats have Kermit Whitfield. Man, I John Franklin III is like, I mean, just ultra. God just blessed him with so much talent, man. It's just insane. I, I, <laughs> um, I think John Franklin III can get back in there. Kermit Whitfield, Jaquez Patrick, um, Trey Jackson. I don't know about Reggie Northrup or um, Roderick Hoskins. Um, I don't know Marquez's White's forty time, but the fast guys. Anytime you got speed, you always have a chance. So Whitfield, Franklin, um, you know, Trey Jackson, is a, he was in the NFL for a little while. Jaquez Patrick is a bruiser. So maybe he could go, like, to the Tennessee Titans and back up um, the, uh, I forget his name, the big running back from the Titans, Henry. Maybe he could back him up because they have the same running style. Um, he would make, he'd be a great backup for him. Um, Newberry, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe. Um, I wanted to, I thought Matt, uh, Matthew Thomas was in the, uh, let me look this up, man. Matthew Thomas, XFL. Okay. So he did sign with the Battlehawks, St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, let me see. Cause I know I read something that said he was. I'm always gonna pull for the, the 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 former Florida State players, man, to, to be successful. Um. So that's just that's just the way it is. Um, I'm reading something here on the internet that said he had signed with the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks back on January 8th. I don't know if he's still in 
that league. Um, I mean, he was like all world coming out of uh, coming out of high school, five star recruit. It just for some so for whatever reason just didn't pan out. Um, so let me know what you think about this segment. I'm gonna move on to the next segment. One of my favorite movies of all time, Four Brothers, the John Singleton movie. Florida State football team needs to watch this movie. Now, <clears throat> it's basically about four guys who are foster brothers. Their mom, their foster mom gets killed, and they come together to try to avenge her death. And uh, um, one, the youngest one gets killed, and um, but they avenge her death. They They kill the guys who killed their foster mom and how this relates to Florida State we've been down for three years our rivals have basically pounced on us um, I believe this movie shows that brothers stick together they fight for a common cause and you know maybe we can get back to what we used to be but um, you, you we're not playing as a team you know um, you gotta play for each other got to sacrifice for each other and you got to do whatever it takes to get to win within the rules and um, I think this movie would show them that so it's one of my favorite movies of all time man Um, so let me know what you think about that segment Four Brothers the John Singleton movie Um, I think it could help Florida State you know at least establish some some sort of mentality where they stick together. Okay. Um, next segment is entitled, Does Anyone Make a Non-Smart TV? It just, when did smart TVs just become the standard? Like, some people might not like apps on their TV. Like, I got an old Samsung LED, 46 inches. It's currently in the shop. Um, I don't want to have to get a new TV. I do have an Amazon Fire Stick. Um, but I enjoy having an appless TV. Um, if I don't want the Fire Stick in there, I can just, you know, take it out. But most of these TVs come pre-programmed with all kinds of nonsense. So, um, I don't know, man. Like I was in Walmart the other day and they just I just saw all kinds of brands of TVs I've never heard before. I don't want to say their names because, you know, you never know who's listening. They might get mad and try to sue me or something. But. um, It's just it's it's crazy, man. I remember when when the flat screens first came out, they were like ten thousand dollars. Now you can go get. A 50 inch 4K TV for like 300 bucks at Walmart. Um, but again, they all come with apps. You can't buy appless TV anymore. At least not any of the ones that I saw. And I always go to Walmart. I don't go to like electronic stores because they charge out the out the wazoo for their stuff. So, um. And it's only really two that I go to. I'm not going to say the names of their stores either. I'm not going to get them free uh, advertisement. 
unless they pay me. Um, so I'm I'm thinking about getting a new TV. I don't know yet. I'm gonna see if this guy can repair it. Um, so do you like your TVs to have apps or no apps? Um, let me know what you think about that in the comments. Um, and my next segment is entitled. Is 50 Cent a good actor? Because I was at work and one of his movies came on. He was playing a cop. And he just, he doesn't play cops really well. He He's like, uh, he plays bad guys really well. Um, I'm trying to look and see what the name of that movie is. Um, I want to say it was, uh, The Oath. No, that wasn't it. No, that's television. Okay, let's look at movies, 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 movies. Movies. Filmography. Here we go. Um... I'm looking for the for the movie that I didn't like. Now, Den of Thieves, he was awesome. I actually liked Den of Thieves. Um, I liked him in Escape Plan. Um, looks like they're coming out with another Den of Thieves 2, Pantera. Um, I can't find... I don't even know the name of that movie, man, but I think he's a pretty good actor, man. I just don't like him playing a cop. I like him playing like uh, like a renegade, you know what I'm saying, because he just got that look. I don't want to typecast him or anything like that, but I can't, I can't um, picture him as a cop for whatever reason. Um, so let me know what you think about that, that last segment. Um, I got some Florida State baseball stuff coming. I got some more Florida State video game stuff coming. Um, so I hope everyone is is enjoying my content. Um, that's gonna conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. Um. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the comments, rate, review, and subscribe. I really appreciate the people who listen on a daily basis. I can't thank you enough. And as always, go Knowles.